everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the NYC Godcast. Have the uh, uh, the Rachel Jamie show. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. so Still not good, Jamie. I guess. <laughs> well, anyways, it's falling on Jeffrey's head. Uh, so <laughs> we have. <laughs> we've covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> I lost them. I lost them. Oh, okay. We've covered a lot of ground here with the Identifying Invisible series. Uh, we've looked at how God is an in- invisible... Indi- here we go with all these eyes. See if yeah. I can do it. He's an invisible individual. Mm-hmm. We've examined the impossible supply of God as we looked at the invisible mm-hmm. intercessor. I think that was... I don't think that was my eyes. Okay, yeah. well, it works. It was the story. It was the fishes and loaves, right? Uh, and then we looked at uh, the invisible inside of God and how uh, you know we have to believe in what can't be seen. Mm-hmm. And so today we're going to look at the invasion of the invisible. <gasps> that was nice. You should have joined. I was enjoying it. <laughs> okay, but well, I'd like to enjoy it next time. You guys. Do that. So, anyways, <clears throat> the truth is, if we grew up in America. Or I really, I guess, anywhere in the world, not to be America. If you ever grew up, if you're alive <laughs> right now, you have, whether you realize or not, had this constant awareness of danger, mm-hmm. uh, of a possible invasion in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so from our, from our, you know, first things we learned in history class, right? We learned about Paul Revere. What's Paul Revere known for? The British are coming. The British, the British are coming. Are coming. The British are, we're about to be invaded. Yeah. Right. Be alert. Be aware. Mm-hmm. There's an invasion coming. <laughs> uh, you know, we talk about, you know, cowboys and Indians, right? And so mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. There's, you know, the cowboys, they're, they're about to be invaded by Indians coming in. That's not politically correct. But uh, then yeah. we, we fast forward in America and there's Pearl Harbor, right? It's an invasion mm-hmm. on American soil. Uh, you know, past that, there, there was with... The, the Russian sleeper agents. So that was hard to get out. Where, where you're I'm like, we're not good in history. You're going to have to I pull us out. They're like, <laughs> this happened here? This is so interesting. <laughs> I would love wow. to live in a place like that. I promise we graduated. <laughs> I'm the history lover. So anyways, you know, like Russian sleeper agents, that whole thing was basically the enemy is inside. So we have been yeah. invaded. So there's just like, like all throughout American history, there's this constant alert and constant awareness and even a fascination with being uh, invaded. Mm-hmm. Then we fast forward to the year 2020. And there's an invasion of a little thing called COVID. 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 Which you may have heard of. You never heard of Paul Revere or Russia, <laughs> but you have heard of COVID. Yeah, I've heard of COVID. <laughs> so whether intentionally or not, the thing is that we're all we're programmed to be on alert. Mm-hmm. Um, we're programmed to look out for what could be an invasion coming. And so always watch out for your enemies in case they're going to show up and attack you. And so some of you, maybe you guys, I don't think you do, but maybe some of you guys lock your doors at night. We have recently started okay, locking see, our doors. See, they're, they're aware. Even the Heinz's household yes. is locking their door. The world is getting bad. Uh, the And all that is, is like at night being aware mm-hmm. of a possible invasion lock the door like in case you were to be invaded at night maybe some of you you know have uh, a weapon in your glove box uh maybe you carry pepper spray we have a cousin who uh tells the story infamously that she growing up left a cleaver under her pillow at night uh she doesn't remember, but you I remember. Because I, I hold her memory. Okay. Well, Jane, Rachel remembers this. Yes. She would keep a cleaver under, giant kni- butcher knife under her pillow. Oh. Oh, that uh, cousin. How many cleaver, cousins? Did- the cleaver threw her off. She didn't know what a cleaver was. <laughs> Cleaner? What? <laughs> Like, was it like the dusting stuff in the toilet cleaner? Was it Lysol? I got the toilet bowl cleaner under my pillow, Ma. No. Cleaver. Just in case. <laughs> 
cleaver, uh, a butcher knife, a large okay, knife. Like She'd keep it under her pillow just in case someone broke in the middle of the night. She would be able to protect herself from an invasion. Oh, that was a lot of work. <laughs> so the whole point is this. We are watchful for an invasion. We're watchful for the coming in of an enemy. But this is the thing. Like, this has been so prevalent in my life over the last several months and it's just become something i'm really 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 becoming aware of in my life as a christian our focus is not to be on seeable enemies Mm -hmm. the invasion that we should be concerned about that we should be completely aware of at all times and on high alert for is invisible it's unseeable all around us at any time, we are surrounded by invisible uh, intercessors, right? We talked mm-hmm. about in the first le- in the first uh, episode of the series that there's an army of God's uh, kingdom that surrounds yeah. us like, like with Elijah. And so we should always be aware of that. But just as equally true, there's also an invisible enemy yep. around us invading at all times. It's interesting. Like, we don't sit and think about invisible presences, obviously. That's yep. the whole point of the series. But like if you're in trouble, like if, if if you're in the car and a tire pops and you start like grabbing the wheel, mm-hmm. you start you pray. praying. Yeah. Like you start praying. So you're alert, you're aware that there's something mm-hmm. invisible present to help you. But how often are we not readily thinking We're there's something invisible here to hurt it. me? Yeah. Right, <laughs> there's yeah, a problem right. here that's invisible. Yeah. And so uh the fact is that we have invisible invaders everywhere. So problem comes from where we're looking, right? The whole point of the series is identifying. We're trying mm-hmm. to point out and find where we should be looking. So let's read Ephesians 6, 12. We all know this. We quote this. We use this constantly in church. And it's mm-hmm. yet, it's like, we know this, but we're not really living this, right? Mm-hmm. Ephesians 6, 12 says this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So grasp this. Grasp how black and white this is, how ironclad this is. Our enemy is not. Yeah. Not. Our enemy, it's not. It is not. It is not. Flesh and it blood. Is. It's not. <laughs> flesh and blood. It's not. But what if? It's not. Flesh and blood. <laughs> Say it with me. It's, it's not, not flesh, flesh and, and blood. blood. I'm rather impressed they did that. It's not <laughs> flesh and blood. That really should blow our minds. Because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I spend a lot of time worrying about flesh and and blood and yeah. so do you and so do you and so do all of you we all are so occupied with flesh and blood and it's not our enemy yeah like imagine so this is goofy imagine like like we've all seen like civil war fights or like revolutionary mm-hmm. war fights where the, the two battle you know two armies come together and they're fighting imagine like you're in the civil war and you're marching out to battle and that was impressive. thank you i thought so nice. i've i've You've been practicing? Anyways, I have in my closet at night. In the shower, I've been practicing my. Your shower's in the closet? <laughs> Listen, my house is a strange place. What do you want from me? Oh, we know. We're totally losing we the We actually don't know. Show. We haven't been over there very much. We don't get invited. There's, oh, my goodness. Focus, ladies. Focus. So there's two armies coming together, right? So we're in an army. We're on the front battle line, right? We're yeah. marching into war. We have our guns. We're ready to take aim. And yet, as we're marching, about to have the enemy shooting at us. Mm-hmm. We see a squirrel over there. And we start we start aiming for the squirrel. That's not good. Uh, yeah, the enemy is coming. The enemy is about to attack us and invade us. And yet we're distracted from yeah. the true enemy. That's our spiritual lives. Yeah. That's our Christian lives. We get distracted by what's not a threat. Yeah. And so we're then diverted from what is a threat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. just like what we were talking about. Um, I was it last Wednesday or whenever I was, whenever I you was were the first, devil. When I was the devil, I remember you being the devil. <laughs> yes, we had a Wednesday night service and we did the study about how a lot of the times the things that we're fighting with are not the actual people. So you may be mad at me, but it's actually not me that you're mad at. You're mad at satan working through me if that makes sense so i think that's where we get distracted too is like no it has to be this person right it has to be that person because that's the person that's affecting me right but it's not really that it's either them being wrong through satan or you being wrong through satan right absolutely and so it really should just blow our minds maybe maybe an easier way to say it would be to say that our enemy is not it's not you cannot you cannot see our enemy yeah you cannot so therefore if you can see something it's not, your, not, it's your, not enemy. your enemy. Is that too easy? So, like, is that, should we just go around? You're not my enemy. I literally, you are not well, my like, enemy. Literally, yeah. is that not what the Bible's saying here? Literally, yeah. that's what. It, so, like, not to oversimplify things, but literally, yeah. anything that you can see cannot be your enemy. Yeah. Because only the things that can't be seen can be your enemy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like CJ, put cricket noise here. Mm-hmm. Like that's that really is so simple. And like, yeah. you cannot see your real enemy. So, therefore, your boss, mm-hmm. your bully at school, mm-hmm. your the annoying girls that do the podcast with you, just an example, uh, your, people? your parents, oh, I claimed it. <laughs> <laughs> your parents, uh, your brother and sister, the CDC, the president, the opposing political party. It's not, honestly, it's not even the guy breaking in your house at night that yeah. is your enemy. Yeah. Offer because you can see all of those things. <laughs> yeah. You went. Said, offer him a cup of, cup of coffee, right? Cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. Now, none of these things are your enemy. Why? Why are none of those your enemy? Because you can see them. Yeah. <laughs> you can see these things, so they cannot be your enemy. Mm-hmm. None of these are your true enemy because they're flesh and blood. And so, what we find is that the true enemy in our lives, the true threat, the true invasion that cannot be seen uses a distraction of what can be seen. And that's what Jamie was alluding to. The true invisible invaders will busy our minds worrying about a virus or a burglar or the British coming, right? They'll they'll worry us with what can be seen so that we won't think about what can't be seen. And so the true invisible invaders are always constantly diverting us, right? They're using a diversion technique to draw our attention away from what can be seen. So maybe you guys have seen like the spy movies or like the uh, secret agent like movies. I don't know if any of you guys watch those. The only one I got is Pink Panther. Pink Panther, Spy Kids. Kids, Yeah, we're very uh, big movie critiquers here. Uh, But so like, you know, the thought like the, you know, undercover kind of thing. And so there's a team, right? Maybe we're on a team. We're going to go break into the safe. What will one person do while the other does the work? Yeah, they'll distract. So they'll, they'll, uh, they'll trip the waiter with the glass full or the plate full of glasses. They'll, they'll pull the fire alarm. What does she do? The girl. Is it Grifter? Yeah. Grifter. Yep. Or they'll or they'll fake a illness, right? They'll fake a seizure. Yeah. Why are they doing that? They're diverting yeah. attention away so they can break into the safe, so yeah. they can do the dirty work, so they can do the harmful thing. Yeah. That's the Christian life, and that's what we have all around us. Our enemy is constantly distracting us, constantly trying to draw our attention away from what uh, they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I think the first thing, and we kind of already said this, I think the very first thing that we have to do Anytime that you're afraid, anytime that you feel overwhelmed, anytime you feel angry or frustrated or worried, you need to stop and you need to identify what exactly is invading? What exactly is my enemy in this situation? Ask yourself this. Can I see it? That's not a complicated question. Mm -hmm. That's not difficult. That's really not. And so can you see it? Yes or no? Is what's bothering me, what's distracting me, is it flesh and blood? 
if the answer is yes, it's not your real enemy. And so I can assume simply that this must be a diversion. This must be trying to draw my attention and my focus away from Christ. But the thing that we read here in Ephesians 6, 12 is that there is absolutely and completely a real invasion, a true threat that is taking place that should be blowing the alarms, that should be worrying us, that should get our attention. And yet we don't even identify it. And so even though it's not against flesh and blood, do we see that we still have an enemy? It's just not seeable. It's invisible. And so Paul writes, the real enemy, the true invader, are principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, wickedness. The real enemy is an invisible invader who is the opposer of God and his kingdom who we live for. And so while we're worried about the government or while we're worried about our annoying boss or while we're worried about someone breaking into our house, God says there are real enemies out there and they're standing against my kingdom who you are. Yeah. That should have your attention. Mm-hmm. That should have your focus. So this is so this is the application today. What would it look like to practically live this way? Like if we as Christians refused to get up in the air, if we refused to get anxious, if we refused to be excited in our lives about anything we can see, that'd be a pretty crazy way to live, but yep. it would be the Christian way to live. That would be the biblical way to live, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we refused to get excited about anything we could see, anything visible, And instead, what if we were always, at all times and in all places, looking, trying to identify the invisible invaders, the invisible enemy that's around us? So, for example, you know, if you have a car and your car breaks down, maybe you get a flat tire or something, and you're just, you're you're kicking the tires and you're fed up. What if you stopped, recognized you can see your car? Yeah. (laughs) It's there. I can see the tire. I can see that it's flat. (laughs) But what I cannot see is that there is something here, there's an invader in this situation trying to draw my peace and my joy and my contentment and my attention, my focus away from God, away from focusing on Christ, away from the victory in him. I'm trying to be distracted here. The truck is, the car is not the problem. It's a diversion. Mm -hmm. Would would that not change everything? Would that not change our reality, our Christian life in so many ways? You can apply that, you know, with with your friends, with your boss, with, with any situation you face, anything that upsets you. What if you refuse? What if you said, no, they are not the problem. They are flesh and blood. They are not the enemy. I can see them. They are not the problem. And so nothing can. What? Nothing can what? <laughs> we didn't say anything. <laughs> I digress. Do you have any comments? <laughs> well, that just set up a failure. I thought you were going to talk. Okay. Would you like to? <laughs> it's been a long day, folks. It's been a long day at the NYC podcast. All right. I think that social media is going to. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I just saw it a lot further ahead. Yeah, just like wow. No, I think that the reason why we don't place it where it needs to be is because it's easier to be mad at the things that are in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's easier to be like. It's easier to be, you know, to kick the tire than it is to realize that it's Satan behind yeah. doing something stupid with the tire. You know what I mean? It's so much easier to blame something physical right. than it is for us to blame something right. spiritual. I right. think that's the reason why we do it. <laughs> I don't even know why we give you a microphone. <laughs> she just share mine. <laughs> Do we see though, like, so the car example with the tires? Like, we've all been that that whatever your whatever your broken car is. Like, it could be a person. Don't yeah. don't kick the tires of your person. But yeah. it, whatever, I don't know about whatever, you, but my car is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but whatever it is that, that frustrates you, that, that draws your attention away. Yeah. So say you kick that tire. What is it that you're really hoping to happen there? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I get what Jamie's saying. Yeah. Like it is a way of venting, a way of getting a frustration. But in the end, anything. it's not going to inflate the tire. No. Like it could make the other one flat. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if we would think through these, like you know what, getting frustrated with this car really is going to have no results that benefit me. Nothing's going to mm-hmm. go. No, like, anything it's just going to make your day spiral down. Yeah, exactly. Farther. We're feeding into the diversion is all we're doing. And so if I would stop and say, you know what, I can't see anything else, but something else is going on here. Yeah. It's not the car that's the real problem. It would really... Uh, and so by doing that, mm-hmm. there would be a benefit. There would yeah. be a result that comes from it yeah. rather than kicking the tire with no results. I, I hope this makes sense to y'all. Um, I know this is nothing more than a result of trying to identify the invisible, You know, trying to identify those distractions. But literally, this would, this would change our lives. This would change our Christianity. This would change our church. It would change so many things. Not only would we have more joy and peace and contentment, mm-hmm. but we would have so much less fear and worry in our lives. Yeah. We'll, we would have so much less to be concerned about. And so uh, we maybe more than anything else, we would have so much more focus and attention on the Lord. Yeah. And that really is the end goal of a Christian's life. And so do we see how by identifying the invisible invaders – we get so much more and we lose so much less. Well, I think about it like when someone is actually legitimately blind, they have either they have the stick or they have somebody with them. They are constantly. Is there a name for that stick? There is. Blind but stick. But I don't know what it's called. So she just said the stick. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Like the, the, the sight stick. The sight stick. The sight stick. But like, or the person that's with them helping them. They, they have to have a connection. They either have to know how to use the stick and they have to, you know, have a kind of a relationship with it or the person that they're with. You can't just not. And if you don't have that relationship, then you're not going to know how to get anywhere. Right. Right. So it's kind of the same thing as if we don't have that relationship. God is the one that can see all this stuff. Right. So if we don't have a relationship with him, then we're going to be tripping over everything. Yeah. We haven't really talked about, I mean, we still might talk about that in this series, but do we get, actually, maybe we talked about it a lot in the series. No, I think about it. Do we get that God sees everything we can't see? Mm-hmm. Like he sees the invisible. And so like Jamie said, like he's guiding us yeah. around the things, you know, and and trying to get us through mm-hmm. the things that we can't see, but he clearly sees. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's like that. Uh, she's about to talk oh, to you. Hold that I'm thought. Sorry, Hold that no, thought. Mom, hurry fast. No, I was. Uh, Just stay here. No. But you can talk. I was on my way home. I have to go. I don't want to say it out loud. Uh, I was on my way home from groceries and the song still came on mm-hmm. and so of course i cranked it up and started yelling it it, it was singing but you know when you're singing the car it's yelling right? <laughs> okay. however uh, you worship that's fine <laughs> and like just something like partied waters and making way for me and, and answering prayers that you don't mm-hmm. see i was just envisioning like like a like a, as a christian you're walking through life and like it's the you know how like the cool guys walk away from like the blowing up behind right. you so i'm just envisioning like we're walking through life and like god's over here partying waters moving yeah. mountains and we're just walking, walking through and it. we have no idea what he's going to do yeah, yeah. like yeah. I appreciate no it. thanks yeah. for it like oh there's a split ocean and like the enemy we just got devoured by the ocean just walking You're like just walking Ugh. yeah like, <laughs> and god all around us is he's but burning. i stubbed my yeah. toe on this rock over yeah, there thanks okay. god why didn't you move <laughs> right. the rock meanwhile he's moving the ocean yeah right. like right. literally the ocean moving was just it left a little rock yeah. sitting in the way yeah. like honestly i was just gonna say it was like the we or the year that we did was it life's highway that we did the um prayer station where we had somebody guide somebody through mm. 
yeah yeah a yep. thing like it's, it's exactly like that yep. and if you don't listen to the person that's giving you guidance then you're can you can you explain that to those who weren't at life's highway this is 2017 at the so NYC. 2017 we had a prayer station where um one person was blindfolded and there was like a maze type made out of chairs and stuff but it was a maze and we had another person come onto the side and they had to guide them through it so the person couldn't see where they were going and if they didn't listen to the person that was over on the side giving them direction who could see who could see they would just run into everything yeah. And so that's exactly us. Did we not? I think we used that at a we rally that. too. Yeah. But uh, that's exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And so if we would just rely on the one who can see everything mm-hmm. to guide us and dodge and direct us towards what he can see, but we can't, yeah. life would be crazy different. Yeah. And really, honestly, folks, not to oversimplify this entire series, <laughs> that's faith. Yeah. That's Christianity. That's what you were saved to have and live. And so I think we get so focused on the visible that we oversight the invisible. But we need to identify the invisible. And so today's considerable quote comes from Spurgeon. The good man has his enemies. He would not like his Lord if he had not. Mm -hmm. If we were without enemies, we might fear that we were not the friends of God. Mm -hmm. For friendship of the world is enmity of God. Well, friends, you can see us, so we are not your enemies. But be on the lookout. Identify those invisible invaders. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the NYC Godcast. Till next time. Bye. See ya.